Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. It's really at the moment, do you want uh, to heat your business still? Because natural gas prices are so expensive. And do you want to do it in a way that it's not too costly for your business? <laughs> that's that's the pitch. And it has nothing to do with Bitcoin in, uh, at the start point. But the only people that, that come to me believe in Bitcoin. Also, the rest all thinks that it's, yeah, it's still some kind of magic internet money. Yeah? So... Yeah, you see now that more and more people are getting serious. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Bert de Groot, who's based in the Netherlands and has a business that helps other businesses set up their own Bitcoin mining rigs. Now, we've talked about how businesses can use Bitcoin mining as an additional income stream for their business, but Bert is kind of taking it a step further by helping businesses use the heat that these Bitcoin miners create for the benefit of the business. We'll get into how he's doing that in today's interview, but the first application that caught my attention was something that was circulating on Twitter a couple weeks ago where Bitcoin miners were being used to heat a greenhouse. And this is actually something that I've been looking for over the last month or so. Is there a business out there who's using the heat to actually grow food or grow plants? And then sure enough, one day I saw this and I searched Bert out and I invited him on this podcast to talk a little bit more about what he's doing. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. But before we get to it, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And usually I am highlighting a particular Bitcoin Meetup. Today, I want to direct you instead to the Oshi app. The reason I'm doing this is because Oshi has recently added a feature that makes it an amazing tool for the meetup space. They've added every single meetup they know of across the world to the map on Oshi so that whenever you open up the app, you can find the meetup closest to you. Or if you're traveling, you can see where there may be other meetups nearby. So if you haven't downloaded Oshi yet, there's a link below. I definitely encourage you to do it. And you may even find that there are businesses nearby that not only accept Bitcoin, but that will also give you Bitcoin back if you purchase from them. So once again, for this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, download the Oshi app so that no matter where you are in the world, you'll always have the closest Bitcoin Meetup to you in the palm of your hand. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Bert right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. 
Bert, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Ready. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? First encounter was, I think, 2013, 2014, people talking about it. Um, then 2014, someone uh, asked me if we could set up a mining business. And I said, no way, because there's so much free hash rate in China. This is not a good business case. It will, will not, not, uh, not help out. Never bought Bitcoin during that period. My friend did. <laughs> and he's still holding so that's nice um, but uh, I started to first really get into Bitcoin in 2019 just invested a tiny bit then wanted to know a bit more about it started reading uh, then in 2020 when the corona uh, hit you saw that uh, there was a lot of issues regarding uh, money printing uh, I foresaw uh, a collapse in the housing market, so I sold uh, an apartment I still owned because I thought this is going to go down like uh, crazy. That didn't happen, but uh, I wanted to invest it in Bitcoin because uh, I didn't see it uh, go well with, uh, with the monetary system. Uh, so that, that's basically how it happened, and that happened during the course of 2020. And then in 2021, I sold uh, my bike rental company. I started in that same year and then dedicated my time fully on Bitcoin. So started mining, that's just last year. And I started building a, a mining company more professionally. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood? Yeah, I wish everybody understood what fiat was. That that's the real insider effect. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of those things that uh, I've heard people say this before, and I will say that it was to some degree true for me that to understand Bitcoin, you have to really understand the dollar and other fiat systems first. It's essentially if you if you don't understand the problem, you're not going to see Bitcoin as the solution. You're probably just going to see it as some crazy investment like a lot of people do. So to understand what Bitcoin is, understanding fiat first is so important. I think you're the first person maybe who has uh, said it in those terms, but I think that's very insightful. The next question is this, what's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? A very difficult question because there are so many uh, different resources to pick from. But if you haven't read the Bitcoin standard, I think that's something you definitely have to read. And from that point, you might want to also have a look at the fiat standard. Mm -hmm. And that will broaden your, your view a bit. I just finished the fiat standard uh, probably a week or two ago. And I, you know, I think I enjoyed it more than the Bitcoin standard. I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to the Bitcoin standard again. But I really, I really enjoy the fiat standard and looking at some of the different aspects of, I guess, fiat world. The, the second to last question for today, before we get into the main portion of our interview is beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource or an idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently? The idea that we will create a monetary network that's net positive on the environment. 
which is really interesting. Could you just expound on that a little bit more before we get to our last question? Because a lot of people, especially these days, you know, we're, we're looking at the merge right now, proof of stake. Uh, a lot of people are, are pushing the value of proof of stake over proof of work. As a miner, you think that proof of work is better and will lead to a better environment. Can you just expand on that a little bit? Yeah, as a miner, you will have to find the cheapest electricity. And cheapest electricity means you either do something with the heat that comes out of the miner, or you find a place where energy is dirt cheap, or basically it's um, abundant or there's spare capacity. So that means that there's already uh, electricity that would have been wasted, or there is a place where you can have heat being produced by miners, which is cheaper with the miners, so with electricity, than with other forms of generation of this heat. And what we are looking for is that most likely before the end of 2024, Bitcoin will be carbon negative. So this means that we will uh, have replaced so many traditional fossil fuel heaters that we will have uh, so many mines across methane emitting uh, places that uh, we will move to carbon negative within the next two years. So that means that when you use Bitcoin, and that's already the case, you are contributing to a better world instead of what everyone is thinking. Our final question, we call it our arbitrary but insightful question is this, as a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Why or why not? Yeah, that that it's both, for me it's both. 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 It's just both. Yeah. Depends on the situation. Yeah, exactly. But you have to be curious. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. And Linkster is not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. So today we are here to talk with you about your Bitcoin mining business. And I've said this to you offline, so you've already heard it, but for the sake of the audience, 
I had been looking for some sort of business who is using the uh, heat generated by Bitcoin miners, sort of how you've already described it, using it for an additional benefit. And, you know, I, I was thinking growing plants um, somehow. Yeah, I guess just using the heat to grow food. But then I happened to see within like a week of starting to look around and not having a whole lot of luck, I happened to see someone on Twitter repost what you are doing. And this part of the business is called Bitcoin Bloom. And, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll get to that whenever it's most appropriate. But I'd love to hear from you a little bit about your business. You shared with us already how you're in mining and a little bit how you got into mining. But could you just talk about your mining business right now, how it's developing and how you look to use it in the future? Yeah, so my goal in 2021 was to first learn a lot about mining and then because there's a future abundant capacity of renewables in my region, uh, I knew that electricity would become uh, almost freely available in the future because of the overcapacity that has been built. So we also need some load balancing in the future, just like uh, is happening in Texas. And that was what I foresaw as being important in the future. And that's why I wanted to know more about mining and that in the future, I could actually put some miners at locations where there was abundant electricity and maybe some some heat uh, necessary. But then uh, starting January, January 2022, uh, natural gas prices exploded. Hmm. So all of a sudden it became unaffordable for many greenhouses to heat their plants that they were growing in the greenhouse. They have to keep them above zero because otherwise they freeze. So they don't have any, uh, any plants left. So what was happening that uh, someone in my region was placing electric heaters, traditional electric heaters in these greenhouses because he wanted to heat more cheaply than with the natural gas. So I thought, okay, that's an opportunity to put some miners in. And I requested that that uh, greenhouse, if I could do that, I would just pay for electricity even, and he would have the heat for free. Hmm. And I made a movie of that. So just a little movie, and that's the movie that you saw on Twitter. It was watched 400,000 times. Wow. Uh, so all of a sudden, a lot of requests came in uh, from all over the place. And um, as you know, the, the most important uh, thing is the input cost, so the electricity cost. So I did not start installing away at many locations. Uh, I just started to, to help a few small businesses. And my concept is not... I'm putting it there and then pay everyone and then have all this mining capacity. No, I like to sell the machine, help them set everything up, and then they have their own Bitcoin. So they have mm. to be really Bitcoin believers to do so. So that's what I did with a larger installation uh, uh, with the Tulip uh, Greenhouse. Uh, we're, uh, we're really growing flowers there, uh, tulips. And uh, this winter, we started to dry the tulip bulbs there. And now we are shipping these tulip bulbs across the globe. The Bitcoin dried uh, tulip uh, bulbs. Yeah. So I, I love how you, you call it Bitcoin dried tulip bulbs. So you're using the heat for multiple things, helping to grow flowers, helping to uh, dry the bulbs. Now, one of the things you just mentioned is that your business, uh, what you're looking to do is set other business owners up with miners. Now, I know here in the United States and probably other places throughout the world, people are using some sort of host. 
um, they, they are buying a miner through a company and that company is running the miner. Could you talk to me a little bit about how much of your business is you and the miners that you own or host versus how much of the business is other business owners that you're providing miners to? Yeah, so that's that's becoming a larger part. I just have a few miners set up, eh? so I use heavy uh, equipment, so the S19J Pro or XP or whatever is, is currently available. So I try to have the most efficient ones because you want to have a long uh, lifetime. So you want to have a business case of at least five years. So I have a couple of those running and then uh, the businesses, yeah, they just buy whatever fits their need. But in general, if you have a small business or not that many cubic meters to fill up, uh, one miner is sufficient in, in many places. So for a greenhouse, of course, you need a bit larger scale solution, but for, for smaller businesses, not. And I'm now really focusing on, on smaller businesses at the moment because uh, it's really nice to have decentralized miners just heating up places. So I just got a contract for a small uh, distribution center, really small. So um, it's just, uh, and it's it's having these traditional natural gas heaters inside uh, using a, a huge amount of natural gas. So the business case is really solid. So we put one miner in, it will uh, bring the base temperature to 15 degrees when it's freezing outside. And uh, we build that together and then uh, I help them out and and that's perfect. And then also in next month in Antwerp, there's a restaurant who is already accepting Bitcoin. They're planning to also put a miner there and they will start heating a restaurant with the miner. So, and that's also where I really would like to focus on because for these places, it's it's really the shift from natural gas, which is currently not really abundant in Europe, to electricity, which we have quite uh, quite a lot and more and more renewable also. Now, when you say electricity, what is it that where you live is generating the electricity? Do you use solar, wind? If you're not using natural gas, what where does it come from? Nuclear, maybe? Yeah, so it's it, of course it's a mix. Uh, so it's a mix of the, the the grid and and the grid mix is is interconnected within Europe. So it's a mix of everything, uh, in the end. But if you look uh, at the locations where uh, I currently placed miners. Uh, a lot of them have excess capacity solar. So they also take into account that in the future, when they are uh, pushing uh, electricity back on the grid, and that's not being paid for anymore, because at that peak moments, everyone is generating electricity, that they can also switch on the miner to just have some income out of this uh, extra capacity that they have. So it's also a business case looking at the future, because currently there's still uh, we call it, uh, it's a it's a like-for-like like, uh, setup. So the government guarantees uh, whatever you deliver back is a minus from what you consume. So that's uh, one for one, like-for-like like price. And that's really quickly going to <laughs> be gone because it's unaffordable. So uh, then what do you do if you have a lot of capacity of solar? Yeah, you want to use that. So when this ends the, the, and it looks like it's going to be 2025 yeah then it's nice if you have some old miners that you can still use for this uh, spare capacity mining so it's mostly solar um, and also in the netherlands at the moment it's i think uh, we saw peaks already of more than 70 percent of renewable uh, generation uh, and 
yeah, that, that brings problems all across the grid. So um, yeah, yeah, mining is a solution for that. So Bert, one of the things I'm curious about, and maybe I'll go ahead and say this, uh, I'm assuming that there will be some people who aren't familiar with what Bitcoin mining is listening to this podcast. Probably not the majority of people, but essentially you're running this specialized computer that is uh, custom made to make guesses at what the, the correct hash is for the next Bitcoin block. And that may sound like a lot of nonsense to someone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, but essentially you're running this highly specialized computer and just like any computer when it's working around the clock it's getting really hot and so it puts off all this heat you're using that heat to benefit either some sort of greenhouse or to benefit businesses i'd like for you to share if you could a little bit about how you are directing that heat in businesses like do you just have is, is it loud in the business is it just like yeah, the fans are blowing non-stop and there's a lot of sound okay so like is there a way that you figured out uh to Cut down on the sound, but still yeah. provide heat effectively. Yeah. So, so what I did uh, in November last year, I started uh, at my home. Eh? So, <laughs> I had to uh, I had to tune uh, tune the noise uh, down uh, a lot. So, uh, noise attenuation. So, I went to a local uh, business that's doing a lot of insulation work. Asked him what's the best for sound attenuation, uh, and he came with specialized uh, generator panels. So they use them to dampen the sound of generators normally. So it's also fireproof. So uh, double use case for it. Uh, then created uh, boxes to put the miner in and uh, line them with this and then put dampers, which are mostly used in the <laughs> in the growing business. Let's say the, the Dutch uh, marijuana growing business, the illegal <laughs> So it's really funny. I just typed on the internet, I want a sound damper for this volume. And you come on growland.nl, you know, so it's like really uh, okay. all the marijuana <laughs> growers, they want to dampen their fans, you know, uh, out of the houses where they grow the illegal marijuana. Uh, really funny. So I just ordered at the web shop and started testing with all different kinds of diameters. Uh, and now I ended up with the version seven of, of my box. Uh, I just published all the drawings on, on Twitter. It's for me, it's just open source. If people want to do it themselves, it's possible, but I also create them for customers. So it just depends on what the customer wants themselves. But I, uh, I'm able to get the noise level down from 80 to 90 decibels. It depends on how uh, fast the, uh, the rotors are running down to around 40 decibels. And that's insane downfall of noise. And it, you can then compare it with an air conditioner. So it, okay. it's, it's really doable. That's excellent. So uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, another question here is, is there a pitch for business owners? And I don't know exactly what it would be like, but is there a pitch to business owners that Bitcoin mining can help to offset some rising energy costs. It sounds like that could be a case made anywhere, but it seems like in Europe these days, that's something that is an especially attractive proposition. So essentially, if you are, you're using energy, that energy is heating, but it's also making you some money along the way. Does that ever come into conversations or are people saying, hey, we have solar, so we don't really need to worry nearly as much about the, um, the, in, the, the coming energy crisis? Yeah, so it's really at the moment, do you want uh, to heat your business still? <laughs> uh, 
because natural gas prices are so expensive. Uh, do you want to heat your business still? And do you want to do it in a way that it's not too costly for your business? <laughs> that's that's the pitch. And it has nothing to do with Bitcoin in, uh, at the start point. But the only people that, that come to me believe in Bitcoin. Also, the rest all things that it's yeah that it's still some kind of magic internet money yeah so um but but yeah you see now that more and more people are getting serious and that's also because of the the rising prices here is that a lot of people are starting to doubt about the euro it's uh you, you can feel it everywhere there's a lot of doubt about it so they are thinking about okay maybe there is something else that is more safe than the euro and uh, you see that that is happening and that's also why you get the chances now to to talk with these businesses and then again eh, it's it's a pure business case so are you heating with natural gas currently uh, with an old installation are you uh, uh, able to get cheap electricity and if that that is the case and it's, it's just a very simple calculation <laughs> and you move forward so it's uh, it's a business calculation. It, it doesn't really have to do with Bitcoin that much, but the people that in the end choose for it, they believe in Bitcoin also. Otherwise, you wouldn't you wouldn't go ahead with it. I know the price is always fluctuating and the profitability is always changing. I'm curious though, has there has there been a really good general price for energy? Like if you can get energy at this price, then it's probably going to be smart for you to mine Bitcoin. Yeah, I always say below 10 cents. So if you if you move further down the line, there's a lot of other factors. Uh, so in a five-year uh, calculation, there's a lot of other factors. And then in the end, the question is just, do you believe in Bitcoin or not? Mm -hmm. that, that's the only real question that you have to ask, uh, ask yourself if you want to start mining. And then, yeah, the base principle is, do you have electricity below 10 cents? And then, and do you currently have a heating problem? So if you have a heating problem, yeah, then then it's much easier to to put that into the calculation, which is a, an extra positive. Or do you have spare solar capacity, which probably you won't be paid for in the future? Yeah, that, that you can also put into the calculation. So there are so many factors that you have to put in, but baseline is, do you have energy below 10 cents? And that's the same now in dollars as in euros. Uh, if it's below 10 cents, then maybe we can uh, can check it out, but otherwise don't even start. So I've, I've been curious about whether or not Bitcoin mining in the future at a small scale for like a business owner will be profitable after the next couple of halvings. What are your thoughts on that? Like at a certain point, does, does Bitcoin mining become a way to offset energy costs as opposed to a way of making money? And it's, it's sort of both now, right? But I'm just thinking like uh, in, in two halvings, the block reward is going to be so small. And I imagine the hash rate will be so high that I've wondered about Essentially, if you're not specialized into mining, will it be worth it? I know you're in the space a whole lot more than I am. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it depends on your location. So in the Netherlands, you are in an insane uh, tax-intensive situation. So if you have a business and you make profit, it's taxed really heavily. So what you want in general, or what you also see is that people don't want to make profit mm. because if you make profit, you pay insanely high taxes uh, over it. So they want to create cost. And then if this cost at the end 
creates money, let's say, that they can use wherever they want on this planet, which is not being taxed. And it, it is really also by tax authority, they won't tax uh, the Bitcoin that comes out of the mining. So that's perfect. So that's an extra incentive for small businesses to do this because the, the, the input cost of the electricity is tax deductible for the company anyway. So it's a lot cheaper uh, than the actual uh, 10 cents, let's say, or whatever is being put in. And then, uh, yeah, whatever comes out is not being taxed away anyway. So yeah, a lot of people take that into account when they make the choice that it's even more profitable than just the primary calculation. Wow. And I think that will last for quite a while. Yeah. So it's not considered business income then? Am I hearing you correctly? Or just that, is it just that in the Netherlands, the income isn't taxed? It has nothing to do with the business. Okay. Because what comes out of these computers, is that owned by the business or is that, it's just some numbers in the head of someone. So it's not, you, you, you can't tax it. So that, that Did, makes it really <laughs> difficult. To, uh, <laughs> Does the government feel that way? <laughs> No, at, at the moment with the mining businesses, they really say, okay, what, whatever is being mined is not, you can't, you can't put it on. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's something you are producing, but you can't tax it because. Interesting. Yeah. So, so there's a loophole there and uh, yeah, that, that's of course going to be used. Well, that, that's interesting to hear. I, I don't know that it's that case in the United States from what I've what I've understood. Maybe maybe I have kind of filled in the blanks there myself. But if that's the case, um, that's a high incentive for people to go check out the Netherlands for Bitcoin mining. Yeah, I'm sort of curious. Uh, also, I'm in Mississippi, which is in the southeastern United States, and we don't struggle with the cold nearly as much as we struggle with the heat. So I feel like in some ways the heat that the Bitcoin miners produce is more of a liability than an asset. Is there a way to think about Bitcoin mining, uh, even if you're in a warmer climate, or does it really seem that Bitcoin mining is best for cooler climates because of all the heat that the miners produce? Yeah, your, your input cost is lower. So uh, you have less cooling problems if you're in a colder climate. So if you look at uh, Siberian mine, for instance, eh, where a lot of people uh, just uh, have their miners hosted in, the, in Siberia, yeah, it's, you have a lower input cost. It's cheap electricity, uh, it's called a climate. So yeah, that's cheap. But the question is what, yeah, where will you find the cheapest energy in the end? And if that is at a hotter climate, then maybe uh, creating some cooling solutions there, which are also really cheap, it might it might be possible. Yeah, I, I've, I've looked into the liquid immersion cooling for mining in this area. It seems like it would be a good option, but I, I can see the attractiveness of of Bitcoin mining when the byproduct is incredibly beneficial to your business. So it's neat to hear about people who are, especially a place like Europe, maybe the Netherlands in particular, I don't know. But uh, when you're looking at a cold winter and skyrocketing energy prices, you have a way to offset those energy costs with mining. What are some other plans that you have? Do you, do you plan to do any more food growing or is that just kind of like a small part of your business and you're looking to expand, uh, continue expanding into um, helping small business owners get mining setups going? Any thoughts there on on the the potential of growing either plants or different types of food with Bitcoin? Yeah, in the end, uh, of course, it would be nice to have some extra greenhouses that are growing whatever. Uh, that, I'm agnostic <laughs> that, I, that that's that's okay for me but 
I just really like to help small businesses that have a heating issue at the moment, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to roll out wherever it's it's uh, it's possible. Excellent. Well, this is a great time to be doing it. Maybe maybe one of the best times ever to be doing it when people are looking once again at skyrocketing energy costs. Bert, I really appreciate you sharing today. Maybe if you have any final thoughts, could you share those? And then let people know how they can support what you're doing or at least find out more about what you're doing there in the Netherlands, helping small business owners get Bitcoin mining rigs going. Yeah, so uh, you can support or uh, create uh, some extra incentive by ordering tulip bulbs. So uh, the nice thing is you can can order tulip bulbs only with uh, Bitcoin. Mm. either Bitcoin or via the Lightning Network. And then uh, the nice thing is that the prices are fluctuating in fiat and not in Bitcoin. So if you look on the Bitcoin Bloom website, I I think I'm still the only website on the planet which has uh, fixed Bitcoin prices (laughs) and fluctuating fiat prices uh, where you just, uh, where you can order. And uh, at the moment, the fiat price is is quite low. So the tulip bulbs uh, are almost at the price of the shipping. Hmm. So uh, I just sent out uh, two days ago, I think. Yeah, two days ago, I sent out uh, some bulbs to New York. So uh, yeah, they're going all over the planet, but uh, it's it's nice. And then if you really want to do a donation, you can also do that on the Bitcoin Bloom website. Then we just get the, the flowers that we grew uh, we give them either to elderly people or to sick children. And uh, that's also something you can do. And uh, that helps the business. All the money that goes into there is just directly invested again <laughs> into the, the business. So uh, at the Bitcoin conference in Amsterdam, I don't know if you've heard about it. We are building a huge flower, uh, flower Bitcoin logo uh, with tulips uh, for the entrance. And uh, also there we will try to sell some tulip bulbs so we can support uh, Bitcoin projects uh, with this. Excellent. Well, Bert, thank you so much for your time today. I love what you're doing. I appreciate once again the time you've given us today and uh, look forward to hearing more about what you're doing in the future. Thank you, Josh. All righty, friends. It's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Bert, you can find our links down in the show notes. I'm also going to be including the video of the miners heating the greenhouse. If you want to see what that looks like for yourself, please share this with anyone you think would find this topic interesting. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today